When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. My great pleasure to be with you on a Balls Wednesday. Tom's back, everybody. Woohoo! And so Matthew sits in the director's chair, Tom in the producer's chair, me in the host chair, and you, are you watching us on War Chant TV where you have liked and subscribed, and we are greatly appreciative of that, or you're driving down the road listening to Real Talk Radio Also, greatly appreciative of all of you as well. Matthew's kicking back in the easy chair here. Mm. If we go to 2Cam, I might have to to show people where he's he's at. He's just holed up, man. We got to get him that that high top, though, with the... um like the Hollywood style. The Hollywood style with a director. With a director yeah. with the K, because he spells it like it's German or yeah, something. Yeah, something along those lines, yeah. Hey, somebody asked this in the chat earlier, and I never, never got, never, you can speak, never got to it, and uh, I meant to. So let's go to NCAA football and find exactly what our odds are for Florida State in this game against Syracuse. Although, I don't know, man, I... I uh, don't know if I'm going to wager this one. Let's put it that way. So I'll be honest. I haven't looked at Syracuse as much as I thought I would have today because the article I'm writing or that I wrote for Warchant.com is about the common threads of the big plays, the mm. big runs that we've mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's more about is it scheme versus just Corbin and Ward being that damn good. So tonight is Syracuse night. We'll know a little bit more tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Florida State is favored to beat Syracuse. I find that, uh, you know, obviously somewhat interesting. Because, uh, again, Florida State hasn't beaten anybody. (laughs) So when you have a situation in which uh, you haven't won a game, and that includes a loss to Jacksonville State, Mm, mm, you mm, you look at every Florida State game and go, ooh, really favored, huh? Ooh, okay, that's interesting. They're not going to go 0-12. They will beat UMass. Be nice to win this one. Because then all of a sudden you got two wins on the ledger is what I would believe. They might have a chance against North Carolina if it's a, a low-scoring mm. type game. Well, listen, Georgia yeah, biggest, Tech just pasted them. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, you know, by the way, uh, I began the show by talking about confidence and whether or not we'd see the confidence carryover of a, of a half really well played into the second, into the first quarter, I should say, of this game. And God, I hope so. For a lot of reasons, but one of them is that all of the sudden, one win has you believing at that point, if they if they carry this over and play well in the first quarter and subsequently the rest of the game, now obviously don't undo it by having a disastrous fourth quarter. But anyhow, the point would be, you know, if you if you carry this over and play fast and with good technique and believe like you had for the last two quarters and seven minutes or something like that. So if you do that and you win that game. Well, then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, well, we should be able to beat UMass there. That's good. That's good. Um, and then um, from there, you could go look at, uh, I don't know, maybe, like you said, a couple of other games you could circle and right, say that, right. that those are winnable games. Well, yeah, look at it this way. You get the win this weekend, and you could be looking at a three-game winning streak, buddy. 
That would be a three-game winning streak that would span the course of a month, four weeks' time, because North Carolina is the game in between uh, this one and UMass. Yeah, you. let's see here. So, we, we, so you're talking about positive Monday afternoon radio four consecutive weeks. Wouldn't that be something? Well, okay, so yeah, if you shock North Carolina is what you're saying, yes, yes. I think that game's in play if you win this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> why do you keep up? What, what? Hope springs eternal with you. Have you watched us play? Yes. This is less about North Carolina and more about who we are. Okay, have you broken down Georgia Tech yet? Is that one of the bottom feeders you haven't seen yet? Yeah. My God, what yeah. is that about? Uh, it's more than just turnovers. They were able to go up and down the field. Which is stunning. And also, they were really good on defense against North Carolina. I agree. I agree. That was interesting. It's an interesting result. Well, it's a it's Tough times at Carolina this year already. It puts those fraudulent goats back in the conversation where it's sure. not crazy. It's not oh, crazy. No, it's not, okay, I'll give you that it's they not. They were bad enough to lose to us last year. i give you that it's not crazy. It's just not likely. I, I, that's why I said could, not could. should have yeah, a three-game yeah, winning yeah, streak. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. win this one, you're like, all right, let, hey, we got nothing to lose. Let's go on the road, see if Mac Brown chokes again. No big deal. And then you have a bye week and you play UMass and Walt Bell. There you go. Man, at that point, in this crazy scenario that Tom has laid out before us. It all starts with a win on Saturday, though. Let's with three uh, consecutive wins and four weeks of feeling good. You know what would happen? If Clemson has another stinker in that time in which they can't move the ball, get ready on uh, October 24th. No, 25th. October 25th. Get ready for, all right, guys. Real opportunity here for the three-win Knowles to go on the road and get the big ups <laughs> for Clemson week. Florida State fans would convince themselves well, at that point. Yeah, I, I think Florida State fans yeah. would be like, well, I mean, you know, you never know. <laughs> Instead of there's yeah. no chance, you're like, eh, maybe. Yeah. It's unlikely. Clemson's defense is still well, pretty stout. This all starts with a win on Saturday. Let, let's, you know, first things first, and that's a big first thing to do. Huge. Yeah, you got to win this game, and 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 you got to play well. I mean, I, I'd like to see a a combination of both. You know, sometimes you win games you don't play well. Sometimes you play really well and you don't win. I'd love a a beautiful marriage of playing well, executing, and winning. What what a marriage that would be! Looking like, inspired. Like a, look at that. Defensive players come out to greet offensive players after touchdowns. Offensive players come out to greet defensive players after a turnover or, or three and out. Well. Some of the narrative can be uh, redirected here. I, I get tired of this with ESPN or really anybody. Um, there, there has been a pretty consistent talking point that uh, because of how disastrous the uh, first two games of the season were in terms of uh, penalties and mistakes, pre-snap and all that, the, the idea that Florida State is wildly undisciplined and that the opponents immediately have an advantage over them because uh, they're buttoned up and Florida State isn't. Uh, yeah, Wake committed more penalties than Florida State did in the game against the Knowles, and Louisville committed more penalties than Florida State did in the game against us. Um, we didn't have a lot of penalties last week at all. This is not a wildly undisciplined team. Yeah. It's a team that looked like it was more disciplined, too, when reading their keys in the second half, and that's the whole – that's everything in this game. We keep coming back to it. But beyond the fact that, you know, you don't have too many killers for penalties or drive killers, pre-snap stuff like that, they yeah. look like defensively they understood where their eyes needed to be. And you need that against Syracuse because Syracuse will try to run tempo as well. Lipped off your couch. That's right, you did. When I saw some of the hits and some of the fire that it was on display for the first time 
for the totality of the defense uh, for a more than two quarter run. It was uh, me and the and your cats celebrating together. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, I opened up the opened up the house too, Tom. They were happy. I had the doors open to the outside. There, we had some cool just weather. Just the back deck, of oh, course. Oh yeah, right? no, not yeah, the front door. Yeah. I went, hey, go where you want, cats. Yeah, they've never. They Uncle Jeff's here. You're free to roam the streets. <laughs> I don't think they'd handle that well. No, 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 no. Just opened up the back door there. Did you see Rusty, the orange street cat? I didn't see him. Oh, if you did, he's awesome too. You can yeah, feed him. Yeah, I would, he's not allowed inside though. Yeah, I, I didn't see him, uh, but I did open up that back, and your two ran out there. They were very excited to be oh, out there. Like, yes, and they were hanging out. And, and that's Tiger, where that's I'm excited where, to be here. Yeah, I had the Texas A and M uh, Arkansas game on, and I saw the ineptitude of the Texas A and M offense, and I thought I remember seeing those stinkers here and there. Had I known you would have been there for the whole three thirty window, I wouldn't have left uh, the TV up in my office. I would have brought it down so you could roll two TVs deep. That's yeah. my fault. Yeah, that's I apologize. Right. That's okay. Uh, yeah, and I got a little glimpse of what it's like to, to have to wait patiently for games to end while you document every single play so yep. that you're armed and ready to roll when mm-hmm. you do the post-game show. And I did all of that. Much easier, I would think, for you, Tom, doing those at 3.30 than when it's a night game and you're oh, waiting until yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. after a brutal loss. And imagine at 12.45 a.m. that uh, the final play is uh, we're not in pre-event and Jacksonville State scores. Yeah, and, and now so you you're gotta, like, well, time to get on the air. I got to walk up those steps and walk into that office to go. Okay, well, everything fundamentally changes about how this post game show is going to go. Well, it still would have been an ugly post game show. Still would have been a. It, it just got uglier. It would have been a process show, not a result it, it, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. it was process and result. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um. No. No. I know. Maddening. Maddening. Maybe it ends temporarily. It ends on Saturday. I do. I do, for the first time in a little while, have a, a decent feel. De- a decent sort of down deep in the cockles. I it's amazing what a couple of series of good defense does I, we, we don't see it. We don't see it around here. We were watching. And also, it's the stark contrast, Tom, of as bad as you can play as a defense for a quarter and a half to as good as they've played on defense in years. That's it was such a sharp and yeah. stark difference between where we were in that first quarter and Louisville scoring on five consecutive drives and then not scoring again and then getting completely shut down. Well, it's still DeVito. Is he still there as as Syracuse quarterback? Because if it is, the, the challenge is a little bit different. Again, I'll, I'll know a hell of a lot more about them tomorrow. But no, they they have a transfer kid and uh, they have well, is they he have, fast. Because my point is that Malik Cunningham, we handled the conflict of what Malik Cunningham does in the second half Correct. so beautifully, which is harder to do, which in my opinion is harder to do, especially since our front four can generate a pass rush with relative consistency. Would have liked to see it a lot more in Wake Forest to be able to say that with, with full confidence. But that's a really hard thing to do because, again, when your confidence is shot in the first half, it's completely gone, and then somehow, for no good reason really, considering what's gone on the last three, four years here, you trust your training? And then the conflict is handled. Okay, now does Syracuse have somebody who's Malik Cunningham-esque? Probably not. Garrett Strader is the transfer from Mississippi State who came in, and they have a running back in Sean Tucker who's good. And okay. so, and this kid at Syracuse is big and pretty talented uh, as a runner. So we'll see. I doubt he's as gifted as Malik Cunningham is. So, but even okay, let's just say that they run those concepts. You've got good film now. Not okay, guys. What we need to do next time is this. It, instead, it's film saying yes. Do more of this. 
This is exactly what you need to do. That's got to be a weird film session to go through on a Sunday and a Monday. Man, I I can't imagine that. I mean, look, they're they're over, they're over, and they don't believe in moral victories. And you shouldn't if you are a if you are obviously a team that desires to win this conference at some point, desires to get back to where Florida State's place is amongst the elite in college football, then you don't walk off a field after a loss and as a player or even a coach feel good, like outwardly good. But it had to be a sense of relief to see it played well even for a short period of time because they really haven't on the back end, on the back end. The front four has been fine at varying points this year, but on the back end, at no point have they sustained real excellence. And that's what I mean about getting excited about something and taking a step forward. It's, it ain't good. You gave up five consecutive scores. I mean, that, that's not that's no way to start a game. Do they still and, give up a shot play down the field this weekend? It's hard to say they won't. I right, mean, they right. always do. There's always a bust. But I just, damn it, man, uh, that's why I got excited. I'm not saying that there isn't a long way to go. I'm just saying that it's possible to duly note progress even in the midst of defeat. Okay, so then here's a non-scientific question based upon what you saw in the second half and knowing that the first half is still very much in them. Then what's the race to? Because Syracuse is going to score some, but how much? Well, they, they want to run the ball. Syracuse wants to beat you up. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that plays into Florida State's strength here um, because I think the front four can stop the run. Um, so I, I, I'm looking at a lower-scoring game because, I obviously, I don't believe in our offense to block it up. And I don't believe McKenzie Milton is um, dynamic. We certainly aren't dynamic at wide receiver. So I lean, again, towards a lower-scoring game this weekend. Um Again, a game where you've got to start doing some of the things you haven't been doing, which is, by the way, for a staff, and this is one of my criticisms. I mean, I've been more measured in my criticisms, understanding just how bad this group is up front and how lacking they are at quarterback. But you can't stress and talk about it openly on the regular. You can't stress special teams and then not be good at special teams. Not real good at special teams. No, no. Not real good at special teams. That's not a good look, man. That's not a good look. And that is a fair criticism, I believe. I'm like, hey, man, because we went to those practices. I think they I think they spend too much time on special teams. I mean, I'm, damn it, man. We're wasting time on all those special teams. We got to do – can we stop being so ass sorry over here on offense and defense? I got it. Special teams. Good, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, we spent a lot of time yeah, on it. Yeah, because if the hidden yardage is going to go this way, then yeah. the hell with it. Yeah. Um, so my point would be that that's got to be cleaned up because you're going to be in games that you have a chance to win, barring turnovers, meaning that, you know, you get a few that go your way all of a sudden that changes the game, but in games where they play out and both teams play well and play to their ability, you've got how many winnable games on the schedule, given who we are, uh, a winnable game is this weekend against Syracuse, certainly UMass, obviously. And then you've got a winnable game against North Carolina and Boston college winnable. I'm not saying I'm not right, picking right. them to win those correct, games. I'm just correct. saying those are winnable games. Yeah. I actually don't think I, – I have a hard time believing you're going to have any chance at all against NC State. I, that's, uh, we can get into that with the time. Yeah, uh, well, if they stub their toe between now and then, then perhaps you catch them less motivated. But, yeah. I mean, they, they can see the light at the end of the tunnel that is Charlotte and the ACC championship. Yeah, no, I, I, they're physically better up front on both sides of the ball. That, that's, 
What a war. NC State and Wake Forest for the right to represent the ACC. It's crazy. It's it's the ACC is such ass right now, but um, I, I would just you t- just hang an extra backward C underneath yeah. the two C's, <laughs> and then there it is. That spells it for you. Oh, uh, awful! But anyhow, uh, so you Boston College. I wouldn't pick us to win that right now, but anyhow, it's a winnable game. Uh, UMass, uh, Syracuse, uh, North Carolina. Is that those are the winnable games. You're not going to be. Well, I, I suppose Miami may have quit. Yeah. I mean, they may have quit. If they physically want to be there and it's a rivalry game, so they should. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they, then you're not going to beat them. They have better players across, pretty much across the board. No, yeah, I think Miami, I would categorize them as more winnable than maybe, I don't know. NC State? Well, certainly that, yes. Maybe even the North Carolina game. Maybe. Well, it's, it's just all a matter of whether or not they care to play. It doesn't sound real good down there right now. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, when you listen it to It is those, November, and it yeah, is Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you listen to them right now, it doesn't sound like a locked-in group ready to play. They're not real excited to show up for Manny Diaz right now. Um, and we, apparently, are still caring. And if that's the case, and they play with passion, it's a home game. Yeah, maybe. Last home maybe, game of the maybe. season. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That would take some of the taste out of the mouth, too. You know? The bad taste. Pick, pick your... Well, yeah, yeah. that's right. Well, there's a whole lot of good taste in the mouth right now. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I mean, let's. It's our third win of the season. Get a win over Miami. There you go. Oh, hey. Best case scenario for Florida State football this year is, is as we stand right now with an offer in, in September. God help us in September. I, I, they, Florida State has single handedly made me hate a month I was largely indifferent about, or even one that I liked at one time because it marked the return of a sport that I love. Oh, yeah. Earth, wind, and fire can go to hell yeah, now. Now, all, the, all things now, September. I'm like, ah, don't talk to me about September. All of a sudden, I have a personal animosity and a bone to pick with the month of September because we've been so brutalized. And it stinks. And we don't even get to celebrate a win in September next year uh, because Duquesne is in August. So then, <laughs> then, you, then you play you know, right off the bat. Yeah, we're so, playing Jimbo in LSU, right? Well, LSU might have pause after that loss. Thanks for the 10 points, Jimbo, against Arkansas. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Ah, college football over-unders. What's the success rate here? Using yards per play to get to those numbers. Good article to look at rushing success rate and all these other. We'll do it tomorrow, Tom. I'll bring a little something to the table in in addition. Yeah, A little bit inside the numbers talk. I'm learning a few things this year as I really 
dive on in and uh, and look at uh, a couple of the PFF uh, numbers that we have access to, and um, not 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 as gospel, but just something to look into pace of play and then certain yards per play metrics. Well, that also came up in the NFL because we looked at Richard Sherman's coverage grade, and that was 90.1 in the year 2019. And yeah. he's had a calf injury since then, and he's only gotten older since then, but he's now a, a Tampa Bay Buck. Had a little off-field issue. A uh, little bun? A little, little, little one off-field. I never got verification on this. I'm just glad that uh, he was not actually charged with assaulting anybody. That's always a big, uh, hey, might want to stay away here if he's hitting – uh, you know, old people or women or something like that. But he, 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 the more you, when you read that report, it's not the more you read. When you read the report, you find out that he was not accused of that. So I was like, okay, all right. Just had a little, little, little breakdown there. And uh, the part I wanted confirmation on um, was the uh, alleged drinking of an entire handle of, uh, of Jim Beam. That it's, is, uh, it was a handle, huh? I don't think that's possible. Somebody put that in somewhere. I read that somewhere and went, no, 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 no nobody. I, I'm not a, a, a bourbon drinker, Tom. I don't know. Can, you, can, can one drink an entire? Uh, one can. I uh, Listen, I've never even. I mean, you like the uh, you like the Sailor Jerry and all that nonsense. Uh, well, the Admiral Nelson, yeah. the, uh, the Ron Carlos, <laughs> the Ron Yave, the Captain Morgan. Sure, I, I've known a, a spiced rum in, in, in my day. In your time, yeah. yeah. But have you ever seen anybody capable of taking down like a handle? Uh, a football player could. An athlete could. Like a, like a big dude. Well, he's 6'3". He's big for a corner. Yeah, no, he, yeah. He's not 300 pounds is what I'm saying. I, I mean, that, that's a. No, the dumbest things I, I ever saw um, somebody do was was my buddy who went on to play at Miami in the offensive line. Like the, the videos I saw of some of the parties they had, or or the things that my buddy himself could do, is just not natural. It's unnatural. You know, it's not a skill that would necessarily serve you well throughout your life, but it was something to behold back when I was in college. I'll say his name on the air. Ross could uh, my buddy Ross. We'd win money. Because he was one of those guys that can uh, open his throat and make a pitcher of beer disappear uh, like that. Just the ability to, you know, not you know, these guys that you see, the men and women that can just pour straight like a bottle or right. a pitcher. And, and, you, and you it's, could, gone. It's, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Does it, I, can't, I can't do that. But we would win money on him. And the poor guy was like a circus animal, right? We would, people would come over and I'd be like, you know, my buddy Ross can finish that six-pack inside of a minute and a half. And Ross was like, dude, I don't feel like drinking a six-pack in a minute and a half. They were like, no, he can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, he can. I'll bet you 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it 100 bucks? Yeah, like 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. that's a lot of money in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. And, and for being in college, it's a ton of money. But then we would go buy a keg with it. That's how that's yeah, how, yeah. And have plenty to spare. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Even in my day, the uh, the Natty, I think, was 45. 45 a keg. I don't I, I never... I don't know how much uh, a keg. We never sprung. I mean, like, if, if it was Bud Light, it's because maybe, I don't know. Somebody was like, ooh, yeah, feeling somebody, good this like, weekend, right, boys. We beat Troy. Let's get the Bud Light keg. Let's go. Man, Mike Spearbarn, you want to talk about. Oh, wow. Yeah, you yep. want to talk about antithetical to uh, what you're trying to, to keep from happening. Uh, you know, how many people just drove through and be like, yeah, I'll take a gallon jug of beer for the road. And they're like, all right, coming right up. Man, they were actually lifesavers, too, in covid because yeah, the drive through was open, and people knew that yeah. the drive through was open. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it made, it made me laugh. Um, well, also during COVID, that's, uh, they just decided, well, the laws, we can change them. 
you want to take a to-go drink? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, whatever. That didn't get reversed, did it? No, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and you know what? And what's funny about it, you just see, like, I remember being over at Gordo's, getting food to go, and seeing this, like, 70-year-old woman walk in to get her to-go order. Yeah. And she was like, hey, hun, can I have a big thing of margaritas to go to? I was like, look at this lady. Yes. You can leave the top off that one. We can't, ma'am. Oh, okay. Just, well, go ahead. Yeah, like, you, you can uh, place it on for now. Yeah, Put it yeah. on there for now. Uh, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? That's nuts. Well, I, that's not the, I'm sure that they abided by the rules at, at Gordo's. They do. Uh, Steven, happy birthday to you, buddy, and thanks for supporting the show. We've always appreciated it. Uh, I don't love September, but it's your birthday, and I'm saying happy birthday to you. Uh, it does bring some football wins occasionally, which is a good thing, and uh, that is, we had a little bit of it. We had a little bit of it. it. It left us, and then it came back a little bit late last night. Yeah, this morning was uh, 66 on the, on the back deck at my place. That's good enough, and the air was thin enough, but I, I experienced the full-on football wins in, in uh, Kohler, Wisconsin, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we've got a whole show. It's your first show back. Really quickly, uh, best part of the Ryder Cup experience, obviously watching mm-hmm. us win, but beyond that, and it really was one-sided, so you didn't really get to see compelling uh, down to the wire. No, no, that's no, fine. That's you want to whoop that ass, and, and we did whoop that ass. Um, but what was your favorite aspect of, of viewing a Ryder Cup experience? So the, uh, the first tee on Friday. That was the one thing that I asked. We had a group of four, and I said uh, – Please, can, can we get in the car early and, and go? So our, our alarms went off. Remember, it's central time, so it doesn't hurt as bad. 3.15, 3.15 in the morning for the alarms. We were in the car by 3.55. It was an hour north, the drive from Milwaukee to Kohler. Allegedly, and I'd like to hear this, I, I was told that there was a snafu with your lodging. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't know, and I know you are a calm, rational individual. But I have, I think I'd have a hard time being calm and rational if I arrived at a place that I thought we had booked for well over a year, yep, and, yep. and and there was somebody else there. Yeah, it was uh, an Airbnb reservation. I mean, it was one of two, right? And uh, apparently, the person who listed the property was fraudulent. That the one that, that we booked with, and so they they re- reimbursed me within fifteen minutes. Like it was done. They were like, "Whoa, our bad. We'll flag this person, and and they're gone." But what was crazy about that person's particulars about the check-in instructions and everything, like even the Wi-Fi network was the same. So they had all of the information except for the front door code. Mm. And as we got there... You're like, hey, there are cars here. This is interesting. Well, we got there, and I'm <laughs> trying to open the thing, and the code's like 0365, something like that. But then you get to the door, and everything is two digits. Every button is two digits. Oh, I'm like, like, no, that ain't good. This is not right. No. These are not options. No, not okay with this. And the guy said, excuse me. I'm like, oh, here we go. He's like... So you're trying to check in at, at this address, and it had two front doors to the place. It was kind of weird, so we're like, well, maybe we're each in mm-hmm, half of one of mm-hmm, the floors. Mm-hmm. And he showed his listing in mine. It's the exact same address. The photos, all 16 of them are the same. Well, and then he uses the front door code, and it works, and I hang my head. Because go, you know it's you got to be kidding me. So he calls that particular lister who owns the property, and he said, no, that's not possible. That's the one time I lost because the guy was on Spiro. Oh, it's possible. Yeah, I'm stuck out here like an a-hole because right, it is entirely right. possible. Thankfully, our mutual friend had a lot of points to a logo hotel, and, and that's what we did for the next uh, mm. few nights. Was we but stayed. was it far less convenient? No. Okay, good. No, in fact, in a lot of ways, I think it was more convenient. Good, good, good to hear, good to hear. Because I, I think I would have had a hard time with that one. And Matthew and I were wondering on the air uh, while you were gone after hearing about this that, uh, you know, how do you – how do you decide who's the one that got duped? 
because I didn't know about the code. Yeah, so I was that's how like, we knew. Like, wait, wait, maybe you could go find a hotel, well, sir. How about we flip a coin for this? And the guy I ran into, like, th- there were two, there were two dudes, and the one guy who had the listing was incredibly nice. The other guy was a hashtag a hole, like completely. And I was like, sir, I'm not mad at you. I said it three different times. I looked at me and I said, I'm, I'm not, not mad, mad at, at you guys. Yeah. And he was still, uh, he was just taking it personally. Like we were going to take the listing away from him. And it was like, man, once the code worked, y'all are good. We're the ones who were screwed. Yeah. Anyway. Also, slow your roll there, pal. Uh, I'm the oh, one who's screwed. Totally, yeah. totally. And I was, I'm calmer than you are, guy. I'm yeah. like, dude, yep, yep. how are you going to be the petulant one here? Yeah, I I'm have the, the one right. who's going to have to find a hotel after flying in here and ready to settle in at my damn Airbnb. So we got there. It was four whatever in the morning, or uh, five in the morning, and the gates open at six. The one thing I'll say, man, they, it's just a throng of people, and they open up like it's like Black Friday, and you just have to run to Woo! the seats, yeah. which is dumb. It should just be a line. They scan your tickets, first come, first serve, because whistling straights, people are falling everywhere, hitting their heads on the pavement, hitting their heads on the hills. Yeah. I'm sure you've got broken ankles and separated <laughs> shoulders. And I took a dive on set. Everybody fell. Everybody in our group fell. I fell. And so you're running to the place, but we got a spot at the grandstands. You saw the photo. As the sun is rising. Oh, it's beautiful. And you Those see Lake Michigan, yeah. oh my God, that was breathtaking. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I, well, I love the photos. You sent me some, and I loved them, and I just was overall. And it was a, a whitewashing. Favorite hold? you have a particular hold that you love the most so before we go to break? six on Saturday was nasty. That was because they made it drivable, and oh my God. Like some of the shots would you, you saw. What would you have to carry? Three what to get it there? Oh, I, I you probably only had to hit it like 275, 280, because it has, it's basically a ramp leading up to the green on on the left of the tee box from where we are in the grandstand. It's on the right side, and it just kind of shoots around, and it's like a uh, a slingshot yeah. in uh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Did you uh, Were you able to watch the absurd 400-and-whatever-yard drive that uh, Bryson hit to turn a par-5 into a uh, a drive and a pitch? I didn't see it in real time. Now, I walked that hole twice. It's insane. It is. What I will tell you, it's insane no matter what. I'm not taking anything away from the ability for him. I mean, he's going to – Probably be in the semifinals of the world long drive this week that he that he signed yeah. up for. We were on seventeen at that point, and there's a video screen, so we were watching from there. It was like a three and a half club wind that afternoon. It was absurd. Well, that's the why wind he, that's, was absurd. That's why he did it. He didn't try to do it at the time. But I'm just saying, like that is. But when you, you hit imagine? it as high as he does, yeah. like that's going to carry three sixty or three seventy because that was it was gale force winds. Can you imagine though, standing any time in your life? I don't care if you're playing in a hurricane on a tee box and say. I'm going to cut it off here, par right, five. Right. I'm going right. to go ahead and cut it off here and have a pitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the impressive thing is, so he shows the power, and then he's got the touch yeah, at 75 yards it. with a half wedge, yeah. and he's like two feet, three he, feet yeah, away. A little, little tap in for eagle. Don't mind if and I do. And then he drove the green and made eagle on one on Sunday. That's craziness. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Be sure to like and subscribe. Appreciate you. Weird for you to look at the bottom line or the events, top events, whatever you look at for your sporting uh, preview of the day, uh, whatever your whatever your venture is going to be there. 
And uh, I saw today, Tom, as I got up this morning, uh, I'm doing my reading and my preview and my show outline and all the other stuff that you do uh, over a cup of joe. It's National Coffee Day. Happy National Coffee Day to you, sir. It's, it's like Christmas day. to me. It's a big damn day indeed. That is a big day. If I, You know what? If I had known, and I'm sure there are places that give you a free cup on a day like today. I don't know if there are or not. They should have invited me. I mean, I'm a coffee-drinking fool. I would have said nice things about him, perhaps. I would have given you mine because, you know, I don't need it, but you do. It's a big oh, day. Oh, man. What a day indeed. I'll Woke trade up you. like a little kid. On National Pizza Day, I'll take the slice from you. On yeah. National Coffee Day, I'll give, give you the, the cup. cup. Yeah, give me the cup. Getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, you didn't have any coffee, Tom? No, I didn't have a Whoa, single cup the whole man. time. man. You are a holdout. That is amazing. There is no, there's no chance. Anyhow, I also just love the taste, and coffee's not bad for you. So I'm like, well... There's no reason for me not to drink it. I'm just, I was awake. We were in bed early enough because the travel, I mean, it's a stressful day if the Airbnb doesn't exist, right? You know, so you're probably tired a little bit earlier. And then, um, yeah, we got up, I think, in four and change the next couple of days. So what I was going to tell you was that uh, as I was having my coffee on National Coffee Day, very sizable cup, as it were. And I have to, I have to tell you also, it's Deluna Coffee from our friends that that sponsor uh, Wake Up War Chant. Yep. Uh, when I went to Pensacola uh, with Corey to speak uh, to the Seminole Club there, at Lemix, uh, good times, yeah. And uh, we we were there, and uh, he gave me every kind of coffee they make. They were like, "Here, you want a bag of this? You want a bag of this? You want a bag?" I said, "Well, sure." He's like, "Well, we got, I mean, they're just here at the end of the night." He brought every kind. Blue Angels, Graffiti Brit, you know, all of it. I was like, okay. And you're enjoying it. Oh, yeah. And I, I ground them all up. I put them, I sealed them. They're all set. So, yeah. Where was my wife's uh, amount, right? Wasn't there some for, for Jamie? That, that, I, there's plenty left. I can give her some. Oh, okay. I can give her some coffee, yeah. She's back into drinking coffee. Well, that's good because she's smart. Most people should drink <laughs> coffee. That's it's it. a good also opportunity. I'll, I'll do it now instead of the last segment. But uh, tonight at 6 o'clock, shortly after 6 o'clock, right here, on Warchant TV is a live edition of Wake Up Warchant Live with uh, Aslan mm. and Corey, brought to you by Deluna Coffee. So there Which you go. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so as I sat there, I typed in, uh, I was previewing college uh, teams and looking at the slate, then I went on to the NFL, and it was right before you and I talked about the uh, late late games being where it's at this Sunday. I mean, 4 o'clock game's really good. Sunday night game, really, really good. Uh, Ed, happy coffee day to you, sir. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I look up and I see, because they never take a break, and because we're the back-to-back reigning world champions, Stanley Cup champions, they're on my ledger, because you have your favorites on all your websites, a game for tomorrow. I know we already played one, and I know they don't count, but I'm just saying, here we are already, Nashville and Tampa Bay tomorrow, and then Carolina and Tampa Bay on Friday. That's nuts. So yesterday, apparently, is upon us. Yesterday, apparently, was the one-year anniversary of Tampa Bay's first cup in the back-to-back run. Because the schedule was so weird. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. It won two cups in nine months or whatever it was. Yeah. Yesterday served as the one-year anniversary of cup number one. We've had two now in that time span. Yeah. Um, it's a nice place to be. Yeah. I like this neighborhood. Well, can you just imagine winning back to back to back? They'll give it a go. They'll give it a go. They're that's not a bad. Hell, that's a hell of a go to give, man. They're not uh, bad. That's a that's a tough one because, again, you're beat up, you lose some people, and you've played all those extra games in I, a short just, period of time. It's just about get into the just playoffs. Just get into the playoffs, right. Because there's going to be attrition this year. The but their bottom two lines are 
basically new people, and I really the signings are good. The signings are good. They did well. Uh, you know, Florida State, by the way, really quickly. Uh, I don't know if you look at the ESPN college football's bottom ten, and they they like they do the top rankings for the top teams every week. They also do the bottom ten. What's ESPN? Never heard of them. Yeah. So they have on the website there uh, Ryan McGee's story on the bottom ten. Clemson made the bottom ten, which made me laugh. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. No, obviously they're having fun with it. Sure. But UMass is number one on the bottom ten. Uh, and and they're just called UMass, and they're zero and four, and uh, they got beat by Coastal Carolina fifty three to three. So I do when people say, "Oh, I'm not so sure you can," you know, write in a win uh, for Florida State against UMass. I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, they got beat fifty three to three. But yeah, yes, yes, I'm going to write in a win. Well, there. I mean, the worst thing that could have happened to UMass was we lost to Jacksonville State. Let's be honest; they'll have our attention. Yes, UMass is going. Well, we got that bio week to prepare for him, and I'm glad we do. We'll be ready. The write-up read as follows about Florida State here on this top ten list. It reads, after trailing Louisville by 24, rallying, rallying to lose by uh, a score of 31-23, to 23, Mike Norvell used his Monday media availability to make an impassioned speech about the first FSU team to start 0-4 since 1974, two seasons before Bobby Bowden was hired. Meanwhile, Miami coach Manny Diaz was giving a nearly simultaneous talk from his podium in Coral Gables, where the Canes are now 2-2. Two and two. When Miami meets FSU November the 13th, the game will be called The Dude Drinking Coffee in Front of the Fire Jiff Bowl. Yes, so, so that's there it is, yes. That's where we are. But I'm just glad Clemson was part of this list. Sounds like we've got a lot of elimination games for the bottom ten coming up. Yeah, uh, and I I don't know what would warrant getting us out of that list, but uh, a win this weekend might help remove you from the uh, the nastiness of a bottom ten. Not that I care, it's whatever, it's a goof column, but we find ourselves there. It's just I didn't expect to see Clemson there, too. And that schadenfreude is all you got, Tom. And a we little will, bit of schadenfreude right now. we got to live in the world of schadenfreude, watching Clemson, watching Miami. Two scoops and some sprinkles, please. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Cameron, will go back. Get to these probables. Can you believe these wild card races? Woo! Have you been watching? You haven't been watching. The baseball's good, kid. got to watch. It's Jeff Cameron, Show. Oh, man. I like the initial guitar riff that you cut through, but I understand. There are so many songs that have been bumper music for years that just have these long, drawn-out intros. Gotta love art. You just gotta cut the very beginning there. Yeah, we, we haven't done that yet. Gotta have yeah. a list. Well, it's Spotify. I, I, know, know. I know, I know, I uh, know. Really quickly, uh, we should let everybody know uh, while we're doing this, because our friends at Witch Witch uh, are excited about today, as am I. Anytime I go to Witch Witch, I'm excited today. It's Wicked Wednesday, right? We're going to give something away. Here you go. Uh, five meats, three cheeses, only $5. Which which Wicked Wednesday is here on Wednesdays. The Wicked is just 5 bucks. You know that. Tallahassee listeners, viewers only, wait for my cue to call. That would be in what? What's the number? We figured it out. It was a lot easier. It wasn't uh, what we were saying before. It was that number, but we were like given this other number. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were given the other number that was on, you know, like a website or something. Yeah, and now, yeah, yeah. now it's just something as easy as call. Do we have that list? 386-8255. 386-8255. And that's again for Tallahassee listeners. Folks, please, you know, if you're living on the other side of the country, we love that you're supporting us, but this isn't going to apply to you. You're not going to be able to get the free wicked in California or something like that's that. That's right. 386-8255. What's that spell? It spells something. Talk, I don't know. It's talk. I think yeah, it is talk. Yeah. yeah. 
386 talk. Yeah, 386 talk. Yeah, 386 talk. We, I just you, you had me going through and looking at rotary phones or, <laughs> and, and being like, spell it out with the numbers, please. Uh, time for probables. Oh, caller three right now. Caller three. All right, number three. Get moving, everybody. For Wicked Wednesday, which witch, five meats, three cheeses, and celebration because you're going to get a free one. Uh, all right. Probables brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. It's time for how you say with the pitching uh, probables. I beat the Cubs last night. 59 wins. Come on. Come on. Come on. What's that number? Well, we're, we hit the over already. Our okay, good. Pirates already went over. I just want to get to 60 wins. And be nice. Good start to the homestand there. Nats Rockies. Paolo Espino. Peter Lambert going for the Rockies. Kyle Hendricks today for the Cubs. Ronzi Contreras goes for the Pirates. I don't know who the hell that is. Red Sox Orioles, Nathan Avaldi and Zach Lauper. Red Sox, you got to wake up, man. You can't be losing to the Orioles like last night. What are we doing around here? Yankees, Blue Jays, Garrett Cole. He rebounded nicely once he figured out how to pitch without the sticky stuff. He's fine. Could win the Cy Young. He found new sticky stuff. Jose Barrios going for the Blue Jays. Marlins, Mets. Elsier Hernandez goes for the Marlins. Tawan Walker going for the Mets. Phillies, Braves, Aaron Nola, who has a tough loss last night, man. Tough last loss last night for the Phillies. They got they got the start they needed, but you mustered all of one run. Charlie Morton isn't having nonsense ever in big games. He's just dominant. It's crazy. Aaron Nola goes today for the Phillies. The Braves will throw Max Fried. We got the Tigers and the Twins. Casey Mize, Michael Pineda. Brewers, Cardinals, Adrian Hauser, Miles Mikolas. Yes. Yeah, screw the Cardinals. 17 straight. Are you kidding? What is this nonsense? We're a 500 team all year long. Oh, at the end of the year, let's win 17. They're just going to win them all from now until they hoist the trophy again. I don't want to hear that nonsense. The 15th anniversary of them doing it in 06 to my Mets. Ridiculous. Angels, Rangers, Jansen, Junk. Taylor Hearn goes for the Rangers. Indians, Royals, Zach Plesak, Daniel Lynch, Rays, Strohs, Drew Rasmussen, and Luis Garcia. Reds, White Sox, Sonny Gray, Carlos Rodon. Full slate tonight, everybody. D-backs, Giants, Merrill Kelly, Alex Wood, Padres, Dodgers, Ryan Weathers, Max Scherzer. Still going strong. Max Scherzer, by the way, 15-4 with a 2-2-8 two, two, with 232 strikeouts. Sure, just like suck it. I'm gonna live forever. That's, that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> Every time, as he's throwing the ball, it's nuts. A's, Mariners, Frankie Montas, and Logan Gilbert, and that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. I had no idea that Seattle was in the wild card race. Oh, buddy, and their bullpen has been unbelievable. They had five different relievers, uh, I believe it was, yesterday, and uh, they didn't give up an earned run. I think they uh, gave up maybe one hit and struck out uh, like six. It's been insane. Like We like that market, so we will I accept do. it more. I'll allow it, right, as, yeah. the, as the meme would go. Mm-hmm. But they're more of a fraud than St. Louis is, right? Because their run differential is 
way into the negative. No, it's nuts. Uh, they have found ways to win games that are, uh, well, it's rather remarkable. But I really like Seattle. We do like the market, and I would like to see them make the playoffs. I think that'd be, uh, that'd be great, especially since they traded away one of their most beloved relievers uh, in the game to a rival in, in the, during the trade deadline in the midst of being in the race. They also traded Robbie Cano and Edwin Diaz for, uh, yeah. yeah. You got fleeced. That's that's correct. <laughs> the commissioner should have stepped in. If if you represented a pl- well, listen, it was his agent who traded for him. Yeah, the, what the is com- that? The commissioner should have stepped in. I love it. Save us from ourselves, Commish. We got we need a little help. This guy likes Robbie Cano way too much. What a disappointing year. I mean, I I obviously knew that the Pirates would be terrible, and they have lived up to the billing. But uh, we thought the Mets would be good, and they're not. That is, uh, they would have been in contention for a lot longer if Jacob Degrom wasn't shut down by midseason. Like you know, if you're looking at the difference in the standings and before they, everything went to hell, they would have been hanging in there and, and right in this race with the Braves and the Phillies. But when you lose Degrom, this year it's that simple because they were actually winning when he was on the mound for a change. They were, and uh, also that gave you a reason to watch every fifth day. You're like you're getting excited, you know. Oh, he was doing, I mean, godly things. Not ungodly. No, he was he was amazing. Uh, all right, that's it. That's all. Good work out of you. Good work, Matthew. Be well, everybody. Have a great night. Appreciate you on this Balls McWednesday. We'll be back with a redemption Thursday tomorrow. Take care.